This conversation originally aired on Koinonia, which can be heard Monday through Friday at 2 p.m. on Faith Talk 1360 in Phoenix or online at faithtalk1360.com. Kelly Freeman joins me in studio once again, and Kelly and I met, uh, I think we met at the Pastor's Prayer Breakfast three years ago. Wow. And or, no, or it was the governor's prayer breakfast three years ago. And of course, that uh, rather diminutive person, Michael uh, Brewer, introduced us. And then shortly after that, you came in the studio. We did lots of things together. And uh, God has got you uh, on a specific mission uh, here the last several months. It's been exciting. I you know, That's one of the things about uh, Facebook and Instagram and Twitter and all that is that you can actually feel more connected to people that you know, even if you're not, you know, on the phone with them every day. But uh, I find Facebook to be my number one source for prayer requests mm-hmm. because you're posting something about a ministry and then it's like, oh, I'm going to pray for that. And then I find out that, yeah, that's exactly what you were looking for was prayer. But Kelly, welcome back to Koinonia. Thanks, Tom. And can I just say, I just want to thank you for um, God has given you an amazing platform to help others. And you do that in a great and mighty way through this program. And so thank you for letting me be here and for all that you do. Well, thank you so much. It is a gifting that God has bestowed on me. I I say I have the greatest job because I just get to come in here and hear awesome stories about what God's doing in people's lives. And uh, it's a lot of fun. Now, one of the things that we share in common is, and I, I want to ask you um, how long you've had this uh, compulsion, but I, I'm a big <laughs> fan of the whole uh, taking ground, prayer walking, and saying, you know, the, the Bible's very clear about uh, going out and claiming the land, physically claiming uh, the land. And I'm a big fan of that, and I didn't know it was a thing. Mm-hmm. And then Mark Batterstern was on the program with me, and then was at a conference, and I realized, wow, there's a lot of people getting called to do this. You've been called to do this here of late. Tell me about it. Well, so I, um, for the listeners to know, I um, ran a ministry for foster kids for 10 years, and God used my my background and my past in, in the programmings that we did, and I was so blessed to be a part of that. Um, about two years ago, he put it on my heart to provide continued care for these kids uh, by building a home for them as they age out of the system. Well, at the time, you know, I just I was in a comfortable place in my in my job and I wanted to stay there. And, mm-hmm. you know, my pride, this high school dropout was, you know, the executive director of this big Christian ministry. And yeah. I was content there. And I wanted, you know, I wanted to continue to ride that high. And, uh, but God kept putting that on my heart. And when I kept seeing these girls and these kids age out of the system that were part of our program, I mean, it really just spoke to my heart. Mm. But again, I kind of played a, I pulled a Jonah and didn't do it. Yeah. So um, in our ministry, we always said this. Um, we always said, you know, our programs are, were established to break down barriers and walls for the kids that have been abused and neglected. And God really put it on my heart to really look at what that means. And he brought me to the story of Joshua. And, you know, I've read the, well, I haven't read the whole Bible, I'll be honest. Uh, But I've read bits and pieces, and I feel like I knew all the stories, like the big stories, Mm -hmm. like Jonah and the whale and, you know, things like that. But for whatever reason, it never 
like rang true to me with the, the walls of Jericho. So God took me to Joshua and I was reading that and it really just struck home with me um, how, you know, kids that have endured abuse need a community of people to help break down those barriers and walls. Mm. And within the ministry I was running before, we did that. But how do you continue to do that for these kids? Right. And so um, I, you know, God made it very clear in May of last year that it was time to step down and start doing that. And at the time, I was in a relationship with a man that I dear, I lovely dear, wow, loved dearly, and um, he'd asked me to marry him. And I wanted to with every ounce of my being, but something in my gut told me something wasn't right. Hmm. And I would ask him, you know, I felt like he was lying about something, and it was always twisted into um, manipulated that it was my brokenness and all the things that had happened in my past. Um, well, it came out um, the day after I would return back from camp. And as you know, mm-hmm. you're like emotionally raw from yeah, that. It's rough. Um, that he, I had proof that he was lying to me and I broke up with him. And when I did that, he assaulted me. Oh boy. And so I was already a, an emotional mess. Mm-hmm. And to add that on top of it, um, the boy. way my friends described it uh, is I was on emotional, um, uh, just an emotional wreck. Um, Life support is how Mm -hmm. the emotional life support. And so I started this process. I called the police that night because I had bruises all over my body. I had a a swollen face. They came and interviewed me. I had a recorded conversation about with my abuser admitting that he had done this. But so I pressed charges and the process of that was absolutely horrible. Mm. And you know me, I'm a person, I'm not afraid to ask for anything. I feel like I can get resources and things like that. Um, and I had a great attorney, but going through that, um, it was just really painful. Mm. And I would call support systems, and they d- there was a lot of support out there for women with children, but not for women that were single. Their mentality was, you have a job, you can pay for the attorney. Well, sure. it turned into an attorney's game. Right. And it was thousands and thousands of dollars on wow. my end. And a lot of it just kind of came back to, I just needed the emotional support. So God really changed this vision that he had given me two years ago to incorporate that as well. Because as I was doing research, I found out that 80% of teenage foster girls um, end up in in abusive relationships because they don't know what true love looks like because they're not modeled that from a man Mm -hmm. when they're growing up. Um, So that's kind of what started that journey with that. And then I was introduced also to Mark Batterson's book um, and started reading that. And I had always had, you know, the idea of having something with the word Jericho in it, but I wasn't sure what it was. And God um, blessed me with a three-month sabbatical when I finally resigned from Hope in a Future. And um, I was able to go out there and really pray circles around Jericho, which was so amazing. It was so healing and it was amazing. And to be a part of that is God grew this ministry. Um, So the charity is called Jericho Charities. And our vision and our goal is to provide resources to girls that are aging out of the system um, and for women that have endured abuse. And abuse comes in so many shapes and sizes. Um, yeah, it really does uh, from just verbal, emotional, mental, actual physical abuse, mm-hmm. sometimes all of those together. And, uh, uh, you know, having had anger issues myself in the past and then realizing that the words I use carry weight mm-hmm. and how I talk to my wife that all carries weight and sometimes we as men we don't even realize what we're doing but mm-hmm. a lot of times it is a power play a lot of times we see uh, 
an opportunity for us to, you know, build ourselves up as as men. And that's unfortunate. And in our society, there the tide, I believe, is turning now. Uh, God doesn't work in a vacuum, right? Yeah. When we see things, when he gives you a vision for doing something, uh, the timing is there for a reason. Absolutely. Last night, or not last night, on Sunday um, at the Grammys, which they promoted domestic violence a lot, Brooke Axtell got on stage and she said this, authentic love does not devalue another human being. Authentic love does not silent shame or abuse. If you're in a relationship with somebody who does not honor or respect you, I want you to know that you are worthy of love. Please reach out for help. Your voice will save you. Let it extend into the night. Let it part the darkness. Let it set you free to know who you truly are. Valuable, beautiful, and loved. And I don't find it a coincidence that um, all of this attention and and everything that's going on with NFL, um, with domestic violence, is at the same time that God kind of put me in a position to start Jericho Charities. This weekend, you've got a prayer event. Tell me about that. Yeah. So what we really wanted to do with this ministry, we're just in the beginning stages of getting this off the ground. Um, I really, and God put this on my heart and people that are helping with this, is we just want this to be immersed in prayer. Um, Before we do anything, before we do um, any of the programs, I mean, we've got some pretty big programs that we're going to be doing for these women, um, but we want it to be immersed in prayer and to be praying for these women. And so um, a month ago, we did a prayer walk, and we're going to be doing it again on Valentine's Day. Um, As I was researching um, domestic violence on Valentine's Day, that's a really high increase Mm. because, um, you know, it's supposed to be, and it's supposed to be a day of love, not, not the opposite of that. So... Um, we're going to be pr- praying for victims, but we're also going to be praying for this ministry and the vision that God gave me of what this looks like. Um, so on Valentine's Day morning at the Scottsdale um, Civic Center at the Love Statues, where we'll be meeting, um, and the walk will be um, about two hours. It's about a mile and a half total, maybe a mile. And we just walk in the vicinities and we're reading scripture that God's really um, showing us. And a lot of it comes from Joshua and um, on a lot of on abuse. And People that participated last month really, really loved it in the fact that one of the responses I got was, you know, they were able to get out of their own life and Mm. really just come and focus on something other than what was going on in their world. And it's really intentional with, you know, the Bible verses of what we're doing, and it really relates to what's going on in your life as well. Right. And it's something that uh, we have to be intentional with. Mm -hmm. And uh, the deceiver loves to isolate and hide. Mm-hmm. And th- I know that victims of domestic violence hide oh, yeah. and are shamed. And they sometimes think uh, somehow that it's their fault and mm-hmm. if they had just done differently. So because of that, they don't tell anybody or they try to hide and go to great lengths to hide this. We need light to shine in the lives of these people. And the way we start that is with prayer. What's some other specific things? That if, if this is really striking a chord with somebody, what are some other needs uh, the ministry has and things that we can participate? Um, again, prayer, be praying for this. Um, we are in the beginning stages of the ministry, so financial support is always needed. Um, we also need um, some space, some office space to be operating um, do, to do the administration work in that vicinity over We'd like to be over by Old Town Scottsdale so we could bring in people to show them the vision as well. 
Um, and people should come alongside of us to help us with different activities, putting on these walks. We want to be doing these um, quite often. I need a team of people to help coordinate those mm-hmm. um, and get things ready for that. And, um, yeah, to be praying for these women. Yeah, I, I think that's really. And uh, my wife and I, as intercessors, we know specifically that we're, we're going to be praying for you because uh, when you step out in an area like this, uh, you become a target again mm-hmm. uh, for all kinds of, of ills. So we will be praying for you. How do people get a hold of you? They can go to our website at azjc.org, um, or they can reach me at azjc1919 at hotmail.com. Kelly, I'm excited for what God has for you in the near and far future here. So am I. Thanks, Tom. Thanks for partnering with us. 10 o'clock Saturday morning. And you can get more details at azjc.org. All right, we're going to do a quick studio change here and get some young folks in here. And the play director. Really looking forward to sharing this next segment with you here on Faith Talk 1360 KPXQ. For questions or comments, please email Tom at faithtalk1360.com. That's Tom at faithtalk1360.com. 